Hey everybody, it's John Small from Green Entrepreneur. So here's a pretty big weed headline for you. To celebrate 50 years of 420, I hear that Leafly is giving away one year's worth of free weed. Yeah, you heard that right. One year's worth of weed for free. That's 12 months of pot and you don't pay a dime. 365 days of grass at the price of nada. Okay, you get the idea. It's like winning the canna lottery. So as soon as you're done listening to this wonderful podcast, I suggest that you head on over to leafly420.com. That's leafly420.com for your chance to win a year's worth of weed for free. That's like four whole seasons of herb on the house. Leafly420.com. Do it. Good luck. From the front lines of the Green Rush, this is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Jonathan Small, and I am the editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur and GreenEntrepreneur.com. We are going to talk to Evelyn Wang, who is the new CEO of cannabis wellness brand powerhouse Papa and Barkley. Evelyn got the job just last January. She's She's brand new to the position, and she comes to the job with over 15 years of experience in the beauty industry, including L'Oreal and the Estee Lauder Company. And most recently, she served as the chief marketing officer for Milani Cosmetics, which is a international color cosmetics brand. So why has Evelyn transferred to the cannabis side of things? And what does she have in store for Papa and Barkley? I will confess that is one of my favorite brands in the space. They make some incredible products, including their one to three tincture. I sent our correspondent and friend Nick Golan to meet with Evelyn. Nick is the editor in chief of the Marijuana Retail Report, which is one of our content partners. And he came back with this great interview with Evelyn Wang. Enjoy. Evelyn Wang just joined one of California's top companies, Papa and Barkley, obviously one of my favorites to use. I love your guys' one to three THC to CBD blend, the Relief Balm. It, I use it almost every single day. I'm curious, when you're making that switch over from the traditional industry into the cannabis industry, what has been the uh, most interesting change so far for you? Yeah, well, first of all, it's great to be here. And um, I'm so glad to hear that you're such a big fan of ours. So that's definitely one of our best products. The biggest things that are different coming from, you know, a more traditional industry like beauty where I've been and jumping into cannabis. I mean, it's got to be a number of things, I think. I think one is that it's still such a young industry. So there are things that are still being built and being kind of constructed. And I think that's a big part of what attracted me to make the change is just being able to be part of shaping a new industry. I love that it's so entrepreneurial in many senses still. And so I think that is amazing. I also think that um, obviously what's different are the 
regulations that make it kind of a puzzle in terms of where product is available. The other things are things like being able to educate on your products. So what are the ways that you can talk about products? So those are all things I think that actually really appeal to someone like me who I think I love to kind of creatively puzzle solve things like that. So I could go on, but yeah, some of the things are for sure different. And for me, as you said about Pop and Barkley, part of the attraction of making the move is just being part of a brand that is so authentic, that has so much integrity into how it makes products. And they're, they're truly products that are efficacious and I think change people's lives. You did come from such a prestigious uh, couple of brands, you know, having Estee Lauder in your portfolio, having L'Oreal in your portfolio. Now that you are taking over the CEO role from uh, Adam Grossman, who, you know, is moving into a different position, I'm very curious, what can we expect from the brand in the immediate future, uh, you know, under your leadership, you know, coming from, from a completely different industry that has such, you know, high standards as well? Yeah, well, I think that's what we already have so much in common in that Pop and Barkley is a very premium brand that has been built with, you know, again, the highest standards. I mean, the packaging is just absolutely beautiful. Um, again, the quality of the product, I think what can be amplified even further, and it's really just about amplifying the mission and vision that Adam started, but I think is further communicating about, you know, what is it about Pop and Barkley that is special? You know, making sure the consumer truly understands that our whole plant solventless approach, that's what gives us the difference. That's what is the difference between orange juice from concentrate versus the fresh squeezed good stuff. So I think what you'll see is we will continue to have the most premium and innovative products and you'll continue to, and what you'll see us amplify is really using and borrowing some of the relevant tactics from the beauty industry to drive our message forward. There is also a major difference, uh, obviously, between the traditional consumer goods products sector and the cannabis industry, especially here in California, is that it's such a patchwork of different regulations and laws changing from county to county. When you're looking at the totality of California and you know, you're know you trying to kind of deal with the shifting regulations, how has that been for you? And, and you know, are you guys looking anywhere outside of California in the future? And when you're looking at the regulations outside of California, if you guys are, I know your CBD brand is nationwide. What is the most exciting market for you right now? Yeah, great, great, great question. I mean, I think just to address the first part of the question, I mean, for sure, it's just a constantly evolving landscape out there. That being said, I do think that we have a great team who really works to stay abreast of those changes and to be on the right panels, boards, et cetera, to understand and get ahead of what those changing rules might mean to us. So I think that as far as that piece, it's always evolving, but I really think we're doing our best to stay on top of it. Your second question about expansion is definitely a topic that is top of mind. I think that when we think about the opportunities available to expand into different parts of the country and even beyond, it's really about how do we do that while at the same time keeping up the product integrity, keeping the integrity of our branding. So I think that is kind of very front of mind and very kind of core to the conversation around expansion. So 
It's where are the states that we could have the biggest opportunity. It's important just because we've established such a compelling brand and value proposition that as we're approached by other states and even other countries, that we're kind of at the same time, not just expanding the brand, but doing it in a way that does not at all dilute the authenticity of our brand. So what I would say is California continues to be the engine of our brand, the engine of our innovation, and a huge market for us. We are definitely looking at other ways to play with the lens that I just kind of articulated. And of course, our CBD is sold nationally. So it's really, again, kind of a puzzle piece of integrating all of those factors together. Well, banking is definitely a a difference in the cannabis industry as opposed to traditional market. I'm curious with the new incoming administration, obviously right now we have a Democrat-controlled House, Democrat-controlled Senate, and a Democrat-controlled White House. Uh, And traditionally, Democratic Party has been a little bit more favorable to the cannabis industry. Are you hopeful for maybe a rectification of 280E or maybe some of the banking problems with this new incoming administration? And just as an operator in the industry, what else would you love to see regulators take a look at? Yeah, well, I'm definitely hopeful. I mean, it is something that the new administration has already indicated that they're looking at. So I am hopeful that banking will be one of the first things that is addressed. And I think I think it is just a logical progression of the industry as it grows that more and more traditional banking options will open up to the cannabis industry. So yeah, absolutely fingers crossed that this is something that will accelerate. And I think the second part of your question is really related to that. I think that as we think about how this industry matures, what is what can help shape and grow the industry are any types of considerations that allow businesses such as Pop and Barclay that are working to professionalize the industry to operate. So, you know, consistency of how we understand rules, allowing fuller access to different financial services. These are definitely things that I hope to see continue to open up to us. Well, and your blended products are wonderful. Like I said, my personal favorite is the one to three uh, THC to CBD or I'm sorry, uh, CBD to THC, the uh, the THC heavy product on the reef, the relief balm. But I am curious, you know, the, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of the industry maturing. Obviously, the consumer education level has definitely matured in both the terpenoid profile as well as the cannabinoid profile. Have you guys done any research maybe in any, or, well, I mean, obviously you just got the position, but are you aware of any research that you guys are doing into alternative cannabinoids, you know, emerging cannabinoids such as CBG or CBN or THCV? And which one is most interesting to, to Pop and Barkley at the time? Yeah, this is, an, again, another conversation that is very top of mind. And already in my in my first couple of weeks, we've had a lot of conversations about this. So it is very interesting. It is very consistent with how we think about our innovation pipeline and how we've been evolving products in California. I can tell you, we actually already have a THCA product. That's our um, living tincture product available on the California market. I think it's an exciting time to, to your point, really see the research behind other cannabinoids translating to new products that can address different aspects of wellness and take wellness to a whole new level. I'll tease that the team is working on a really exciting new line of products that will come out in quarter two. And these are actually designed around the use of CBN and especially around the idea of sleep. So you'll see that we are definitely exploring that. 
And you'll see us continue to do that. That being said, it's not just about individual cannabinoids, right? Like it's a unique thing about Papa and Barclay's approach is that we truly believe all cannabinoids are crucial and work best together. And that's really why we consistently take this whole plant approach, because we believe the whole plant is the most therapeutic when you keep all of the natural cannabinoids, the terpenes, the phytonutrients intact. Well, and and I'm curious, you know, you guys obviously have an amazing line. I'm very excited to hear that you guys are going to be launching a CBN line in Q2. Uh, You know, as somebody that has to travel all the time, being on a plane, I definitely would love to have something help me sleep a little bit better. But I am curious, what is your best-selling product at the current time? And why do you feel that that is? The current product is still our original relief bomb. And I think that's really because that's our origin product. That is the product that speaks to the heart and soul of Papa and Barclay's mission. It's based on, I know that you must know our founding story with Adam Grossman, our founder and exec chair, and how you know his own father had to go into hospice and was having difficulties with mobility. And he actually cooked up this release bomb in a crock pot. And because of this amazing product and you know its efficacy and the power of the cannabis plant, his father was able to get out of hospice. And that product has helped so many people, I think just the sheer efficacy of the product, the authenticity of the story. So that for sure is really are still our top product. And the entire release line continues to be really our top selling line of products. Well, I'm curious, do you consume it all yourself? You know, coming from the, obviously most operators who start in the cannabis industry definitely consume, but coming over from the traditional consumer goods market, do you consume? And if so, what is your current favorite way to consume? Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely getting way into edibles and my tolerance is building day by day as I get into them. So I'm loving, you know, trying all different types of gummies and chocolates. I'm actually using a lot of tinctures, the THCA product that I reference. I've been using in the mornings, you know, before workouts. And I too also really like using um, the tinctures before bed as well. So yeah, really loving all of the products in the category. I'm curious with Papa and Barkley, you know, being a transdermal product at its core, have you guys seen kind of, um, you know, obviously you guys, you yourself just got into the position, but from Papa Barkley, uh, Papa and Barkley as a company as a whole, have you guys seen a shift maybe more towards transdermals and edibles? Well, I mean, Papa and Barkley doesn't do edibles, but on the transdermal side, have you guys seen kind of a shift in the consumer market to away from, say, things that are traditionally inhaled considering the current pandemic? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, so first, actually, we are in edibles. So we do oh, I'm have, sorry. yeah, we do have edibles. We have gummies that we launched in 2019 and also chocolate. And they're, they're amazing, actually. So um, those are, yeah, you'll have to try some of our, our edibles. So we're definitely seeing, but we're definitely seeing, you know, the uptick in edibles in particular gummies, I think are definitely driving that category. In terms of transdermal, our main product are the patches. So that's our key product. Um, it continues to be kind of a strong and steady core product and with um, a lot of amazing consumer testimonials behind it. So, yeah. Well, and like I said, I'm, I'm sorry. I definitely will have to try the edibles. I've been such a fan of the Relief Balm for so long. I haven't even deviated from it. And being a consumer of cannabis, when you are looking at the totality of the industry, where are you seeing kind of the strongest segment 
in California for your products? Is, is it mainly in Northern California? Is it in Southern California? And why do you think that that might be? That's a good question. I mean, I think we're pretty strong across the board in California. I'm not sure that I see a distinction between the products that do well in Northern and Southern California. But yeah, I think that this is our home market. This is where Papa and Barthi started. Obviously, I think that it's a market that resonates with cannabis usage. So as a whole, again, California is an important home market for us. In California, obviously, Los Angeles itself, the largest adult use market currently in the world. When you are looking at the future for Papa and Barclay, you know, say three to five years out, you know, possibly looking at banking changes on the federal level, possibly looking at maybe legalization, fingers crossed, or at least descheduling. What do you see Papa and Barclay in the future? Like if you could paint the canvas for Papa and Barclay, what would it look like? Yeah, our vision, and it's something that Adam articulated, and I fully am aligned to this, is our vision is to be a leading global wellness brand powered by cannabis, using the power of cannabis to improve people's lives. And that's what I see as the future. But in terms of how we get there, I think that what will take us there are increased focus on education, again, making sure consumers truly understand the Papa and Barclay quality difference. And I think, again, you'll continue to see us bring really strong innovation in California, but also nationally. There are definitely a lot of, every minute, there's another new entrant into the category. And to me, the brands that are built to last are the brands that will truly position themselves as well-defined consumer brands that capture a share of mind and share of heart. And that that's what will propel us to have longevity and be built to last. Just out of curiosity, are you, are you hopeful for possible legalization in the next, say, five years? And, and if so, uh, you know, what would your plans be? You know, you mentioned earlier a possibility for international. You know, you're talking international. I assume that's right now with the, the CBD brand. But what would that look like if, if they did decide to legalize? Well, I think that's something that we'll have to kind of vision out as the future unfolds, because it is something like to your point, everything is constantly in flux. But am I hopeful? Absolutely. I am hopeful. Hope I think that this is favorable administration. So I am hopeful for that. And I hope to see things unfold according to the timeline that you just said, that would actually absolutely be amazing. We actually do have one international market. So we just actually launched in 10 pharmacies in Aruba. So um, we're in, yes, so our international domination is slowly (laughs) unfolding already. But yeah, I think that's kind of the vision. What we want to do is just be a strong brand, a strong brand that stands for wellness, that stands for improving people's lives. And then as the opportunities come up, we will, again, make, evaluate each opportunity, make sure it's consistent with who we want to be and unroll in a way that just absolutely upholds the brand's integrity. I'm somebody that loves to go to Europe every single year. If I can be the, the person to, to be hopeful, <laughs> please enter the European market so that I can actually use it when I'm over there. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we have someone on our side being a brand ambassador for us in Europe. Yes, yes. I Like I said, I love Poppin' Barkley. Evelyn Wang, brand new CEO of the company. Really excited to see what you bring to the company. Uh, you know, as, as a longtime fan of the brand, I'm, I'm really excited for the future of you guys. Thank you. 
thank you so much. And I'm also really excited as is the entire company and great being here with you today. Thank you for listening to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, you can go to greenentrepreneur.com or check out our magazine on newsstands everywhere. Check out our Instagram at Green Entrepreneur. We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all other social media feeds. If you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, Jonathan Small, check out my other podcast, Right About Now, that's W-R-I-T-E, to get some in-depth interviews into the lives and stories of successful writers, how they got there, what they learned, and what you need to succeed. That's rightaboutnowmedia.com. Until next episode, we'll THC you later.